Hello, it's Chuck from Above the Basement, Boston Music and Conversation. Ron and I know all of our listeners have frequently pondered the following question. What do our moms think of Above the Basement? We decided to get to the bottom of it. After a lovely brunch at Woods Hill Table, we sat with professional mothers Gloria Clow and Judy Hirschberg. We pestered them with questions and let them tell embarrassing stories about us, all the while fishing for compliments that only a mother could give. So here is our conversation with superhero moms Gloria Clow and Judy Hirschberg, recorded at Woods Hill Table in Concord, Massachusetts. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Is it too loud? No. Do you want no. to keep your headphones on? I'll keep them on for a little while. Are we supposed to both be talking to you at the same time or you taking can, turns? There's no <laughs> turns. <laughs> you can interrupt each other unless like Ron and I do. Okay, who's the best looking one? see me. Oh. That's easy. You That's be able to see everybody. It's definitely see. Even I his love, mom agrees. Yeah, that's the best definitely. Looking one. Well, and I no, love, I, love I said being, he's your son. <laughs> yeah, I love being able to see Chuck. You and many other people. <laughs> so are these the special microphones? These are them. Yeah, we don't use four. different microphones. We have six, actually. So if we, ca- <laughs> if, we have a, if we have a larger band, we, we pull out the extra guns. Okay. Heard a lot about these microphones. Most They're either impressed either by the microphones or by our above-the-basement glasses. But you, I think you all have at least four or five of the above-the-basement glasses. Yeah, these aren't above-the-basement glasses. No, these yeah. are just regular We only glasses. have two. I think we should do a cheers to uh, our guests today, our, our moms, Chuck. Yes. Uh, are we, Judy are we and taping? We're taping. Yes. Well, actually, it's not technically cheers. taping. Cheers. What do you mean it's not taping? taping. It's, well, taping is, that's old school. We're you recording. could say taping. Yeah. Recording, yeah. Recording. I still say I'm going to tape something instead of I'm going to record something. Yeah. Well, we all yeah. know. What you, we all know what yeah. But we are recording saying. as of now, right? We, we've been recording for the last... Yeah. Uh, You've been bugged all morning, right. actually. <laughs> Two minutes and 50 seconds we've we, been recording. I was bugged at the base of the uh, basketball game, too. Actually, my, you are in the basement. My parents I, are sleeping in the basement. And now you're above the basement. Right. Right. <laughs> this, that's is a, true. this is a real promotion. Right. And it is warmer up here was down there. Well, usually this this heater Just here usually isn't here. And oh, oh, where did it come from? Uh, Kristen put it in. For us? No, it's been here. <laughs> but we've been yeah, this here. This is a very special episode. We've been looking forward to this for a year. <laughs> but we've been here when it's been freezing cold and we have to bring our own heat. You ever hear the Woods Hill table uh, slogan is actually, we, we raise our own meat, bring your own heat. Oh, okay. Clever. Uh, you can edit very that clever. out. Yeah. See, this is the kind of things I edit out. <laughs> right. Yeah, this, these genius, <laughs> funny anecdotes that he says. I, I, I think it was pretty funny. It wasn't. Okay. It was clever, but not funny. See? So it's that your way. mom speaking. <laughs> She's already dissed you twice today. So Chuck, our moms are here. I know. It's the mom episode. Yeah. And we said we would have you on. It was like, uh, it was Four the 50th. No, the 50th. Oh, oh. We talked about having our moms on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. And we we have actually... been talking about this for 25 episodes. Wow. Uh, this is an honor to have you here. It really is. Thank you. So how do you like the blog? Love it. I mean, the podcast See? blog. Very good. <laughs> Very good, yeah. Judy. That was very uh-huh. well said. That's the big joke, is everyone calls it a blog. Oh. And it's not a blog. It's a podcast. Okay. You passed test number one. Okay, and I've told all my friends to listen to it, too. So. Yeah, so have you, Mom. Mom. Oh, me? Yes. <laughs> there are two moms. Oh, oh. So. What, what did you say? Yeah. I was thinking of her, of what she was saying. Go oh, ahead. Yes. Well, you've told everybody about the podcast as well. I have told a lot of people, and everybody was very impressed with the fact that you had Keith Lockhart. Yes. And Don Henley. Yeah. And Sally Taylor. Yeah. And should I mention every single one of them? I'd no. be impressed if you, you could. 75. <laughs> yeah, you have 72 more to go. And uh, we're waiting. The I, guy who, who was the bassist for Elton John. Close. He's, Has he, he was in England. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, Sklar. Sklar. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I couldn't Leland, think of his last name. Leland Sklar. Leland Sklar. Uh, you guys can work together on right. these, too. Oh, okay. Well, I love So, I like this. I, well, let's let's keep this going. Well, so I, I can't remember all the people we've talked to. I have to think about it. 
Who was the hip hop local guy who is a poet? Um, Vansell. Is that who you mean? Because no, he's no, hip hop. That's Vansell Cooper. Vansell. He's oh. a drummer on the touring troupe for um, Hamilton. That was very musical. impressive. But Wait, this, uh, he's an impressive kid. Is this a, yeah. is this a test? Yeah. No, it's not a well, test. I was, well, I was making a test. So far, you guys are passing. You're doing so. incredibly well. I mean, most most of our listeners wouldn't be able to get, answer these questions. I can't already. answer some of these questions. Yeah. So. Well, that's a given. So <laughs> it's Re- Reggie. What's the last name? Reggie. Lewis. Is it is it Lewis <laughs> Lewis, no, Gibson, Jackson. Lewis Gibson or Jackson? Jackson. I have no clue. Right. Right. I have we no don't idea. remember. We don't know. It's Reggie I've, Gibson. I actually Gibson. don't know if I listened to that. I know Ali McGurk. Really. You interviewed right. her. Well, actually, beginning. you know what? It's you funny you say that. I didn't. I didn't interview her. That was one of my ones that I had a, a buy. I know right. her. Yes. yes. Very well. But that's right. She's a Concordian. Right. So what, what's your purpose of interviewing moms? It's a great question, Gloria. I call it Gloria. Yes, you can. I, I won't say mom because it might it gets get confusing. confusing. Yeah. Especially because Chuck and I, sometimes people think we're a couple. And no, they don't. We have, couple we, of what? We have couple two moms. Of, right. You, you beat me to it. Well a couple said. of what? A couple of what? Well, didn't they well in said. London? Didn't one uh, person think we were a couple? No. <laughs> I think we kind of joked about it because we okay. bicker like an old well, couple. We do call uh, each other partners, which is yeah. which is true. Yeah. But anyway, um, the purpose is really to just have it. a chat. My mom was coming into town from Vermont, and we were lucky that you guys were both available to talk with us. Very. We have something mm-hmm. in common. We do this podcast together. We're co-hosts. Chuck created this podcast in June of 2016, and I became wow. the co-host. It's been 75 episodes, and we, we feel that you guys have both been with us throughout this whole time. Yeah, we have. Yeah. It's been fun. Yeah. And I, you so we know. want to talk about the podcast a little bit and yeah. then maybe a little bit about us. Your mom wants to say something. Don't Sorry. interrupt her. No, I was going to say, I, I sometimes wish I had listened to even more than I do. I listen to a lot and I have some favorites, but yeah, it's been exciting. And I love to tell my friends about it too. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll recommend one, especially to some of the um, younger teachers that I work with, you know, because I know that some of them they'd be really blown away with. Let me ask, is the podcast the, f- the first podcast you've ever listened to? For me, absolutely. How about you, Mark? Yes. Have you listened? Yes, to I didn't it? even know what a podcast right, was. I was going to say, I don't think I knew what a podcast was. You never listened to like This American Life? Nope. At first, I was like very cynical about it and wondering, you know, but evidently this is the up and coming thing. It People is. are listening yeah. to it. And I, Riding the wave. I'm very proud of you two guys that you have taken the reins and pushed it ahead. And I have to say that I have not listened to 75 podcasts. No, I would say that too. Well, to be honest, I don't know if you've listened to all 75. Probably about 70. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't listened to even 70. Yeah. I pick and choose because yeah. some of them. That's what you're um, supposed to do. Yeah. How do you do that? Do if you I saw look the, at the if I saw the phone? like Bob Smith. Yeah. And Don Henley, I'd choose Don Henley. Yeah, right. <laughs> Although, have you heard Bob Smith's stuff, though? It's pretty amazing. Um, no, I hear you. So, But how do you physically do it? Do you go to, you scroll on a phone, or do you go on the computer well, screen? Well, I, I do it both ways. Okay. I find out what's going on, and then I listen, I listen on uh, my phone. Okay. And what do you do? I listen on my iPad, and I scroll through, and I look for something that looks familiar, or that you've mentioned to me. And then the little blurb you have at the beginning, I always read that if I'm interested in that particular one. I, I wish I had more time to do So you could look at the blurb at the paragraph, skim through, and be like, eh. Correct. Or be like, wow. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah, yeah, I can't relate to this one. I can't relate yeah. to that one, but yeah. I can relate to this one. Or sometimes it's, um, I don't know about this one, but Ron said... It's really a good one. Can I admit that I didn't even know who Jewel was? Yes. And then, yes. This um, is the place to do it. That was yeah. amazing. And then to God, read the her and then look at her book. Yeah, I was just blown away by her. And I now would like to hear more of her music. Yeah, see, oh. I knew who Jewel so, was because I had seen her on TV. 
uh-huh. in a mystery. The Hallmark mystery, thing that you Hallmark did. mystery, yes. Right. And I said, oh my, I'm really impressed. He's doing Jewel. Yeah. That was really, really good. She I, was cool. I was just talking about her earlier. I ran into a friend of mine up front and they were asking who was the coolest person we talked to. And there's plenty of people that we talked to who have been great. But as far as like the big names, they've all been really nice. But uh, Jewel, yeah. you know, you always expect someone who's a big name to maybe be a little cynical about who we are and come in and not really want to do it. She could have been cooler about it. So Also, I think she has an aura about her too and she's just a style that is, is very celebrity-like. You know, a lot of people we've talked to, yeah, they, they can be celebrities, but there's something about her that was... She's been on the cover of many magazines, and it's like they don't seem real. Well, Don Henley was, was awesome too. He couldn't have been nicer oh, as well. Right. Well, yeah. you know, I talked to Keith Lockhart. Did Chucky tell you that after he was interviewed, and oh. Keith said that um, oh, he didn't know. He didn't know that he was my son, and then he <laughs> said, "Oh, really? He's the same Those Chuck Clow as you as your <laughs> husband." And then he said. You know, that was the best interview I've ever done. Yeah, I'm calling, wow. I, I'm calling bullshit. Seriously. <laughs> no, he was serious. He was, was that before I mean, you he, said the, you were the mom? No, it was before no? I gave him the money. <laughs> <laughs> he was very sincere. He didn't have to say anything. You know, he could have said, oh, hi, you know, and not said. Yeah. But he said it was the best interview we had done. So I thought that was very we complimentary. Did, that's very nice to hear. We did hear it good nice. feedback yeah. from him. And, and uh, he even did the introduction, came back to the introduction for the Boston, Boston Children's Chorus. Right, that yeah. was great. Boston yes. Children's Chorus, I thought and that was And that really sounded good. so good, his introduction. Yes. yes. Yeah, he was he's such a, a pro. He's yeah. a pro. Whenever we do the he's introductions, so it takes things. us you yeah. know, half an hour, an hour. Hmm. And uh, he came in and did it in about 15 seconds. And then Chuck weaves in the, the music in and out, and sometimes we do the live music. So we can't wait to hear you sing at the end. Yeah, we're excited oh. about it. <laughs> sure yeah. you are. Oh, yeah, that'll be I'm not going to sing. Edelweiss But I will play. Oh, we'll play. Yeah. What can you play? What can I play? I can play the piano. Oh, you can. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I've heard Not you play very well, but how about you, Judy? Do you play? Anything? I have a much more important job. I've always been the audience ah, well. <laughs> since Suzuki. I have been the audience. Yeah, you're the paying audience, so yeah. that's good. What was Experience? the first time you uh, experienced Suzuki? My wonderful son wanted to learn how to play piano. And I said, "Oh, I'll help." And thinking, "Okay, I can just follow along," and the teacher would tell me what to do. And I was terrible. He was clearly much better than I have ever been. The I, teacher or your son? Uh, my son. Oh. And um, that's when I knew that we had a little bit of a musical ability in our, in our family. So. Yeah, but, tell, but how about the concert? Oh, the concert was wonderful. We were very excited. Ron's got dressed up. I got dressed up. And all these children were taking turns to play the piano. And Ron was maybe the third or fourth. And the teacher said, and now Ron Hirschberg is going to play. And Ron just shook his head back and forth Uh-oh. and said no. She said, oh, come on up. No. And he was what? No. Like He was like 42, he 43? Does st- he does that still. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's the rest of the band he doing that when he's about to play. He was four years yeah. old. And I came home and I said to a friend, I don't know what to do with him. And she said, try recorder. And that's when it all started with re- recorder. So, oh, yeah. It's a good story. This must be the end. I'm afraid of the cold. But the lifeboat's there, Lord And my baby, she's warm
a really good story because I, I have really bad stories. Oh, well, this is yeah. well, that's, just, Chucky, that's just reflective of the subject. Yeah, I, Chucky got got up there when he was little. He he didn't play anything, but he he said he was his father was a surfer. Oh God! And he wasn't yes. a surfer. He said his father was. Well, a surfer. It, it's it was a show and tell. <laughs> And the, I think it was the f- second grade. I d- and I said, my dad won the surfing championship of the world. <laughs> wow. This, was this Even in his... she feels it's funny. <laughs> yeah. What do you think that is that? I, was, I was a needy child in search of attention. So, and you the know, teacher said, that's really good, Chucky. Why don't you sit down now? You were ahead of your time by 45 years uh, of a podcasting <laughs> genius because that's the, you have to get people in from the start. The right. You got to grab minute, them. Right? My father was the champion surfer of <laughs> and let, the world. And, you know, there was no internet back then, so they couldn't disprove it. At least not, not right then. Back but then. did the they teacher believe They had encyclopedias. The <laughs> don't think believe They had encyclopedias? They That's did. true. Well, the encyclopedias, you had to buy the new one every year, so it could have been a recent one, and That's the encyclopedia true. couldn't have been That's up to date. True. That but, could have been yes. Chuck's uh, first acting for it. Chucky did play. He did play uh, the guitar very well. His sister's 16th birthday. Oh, that's right. My band in college. We yeah. played, we came You know what they were called? Mm-hmm. Do you what? remember? Yes. What? Tequila and... No. Nope. Eh. That was, was my it? high school band. High school was oh, Tequila oh, and the Worms. Oh, I knew that. Oh, Tequila and the Worms. Yeah, what are that you talking about? That was my high school band. The, you, the, the 16th birthday, I was, I was in college. Oh, you were? My band was Equinox. Oh, oh God. That's very cerebral. It's very 80s. Yeah. I have to say, I don't remember all the names of the band, but it changed frequently. You should remember one. And it was... Oh yeah, Butler Frogs. No, um, his first, what are you, second band maybe. When was uh, it? My first band was the Underground. Underground. When and I was then in what came sixth it grade. It was always no, in he our means basement Chuck. too. Oh, because when I was, was I had a band oh, named Chuck. Chuck. Right. No way. Okay. Oh right, right. I think it's funny how you call him Chucky. In and your I, stories, and, and you said you, that I was Ron, Ron when I was four years old, but, but everyone called babe, me Ronnie. I know. 
Well, and he said I mean, no, I'm, I'm, what I meant is that he's Chuck now and I'm Ronnie on this podcast, which is kind of weird. I'm the only one who really calls him Chucky. Nobody else does. No, nah, that's not true. Who, who calls you Chucky? Anybody who's known me since that, like my sisters call me Chucky. And anyone who's known me since I was five or, you know. Well, you know why we always, yeah. because my husband's Chuck. So we sort of distinguish one from sure. the other. Sure. And actually when my husband's doing surfing, you know, it's <laughs> the end of time. Chucky the <laughs> surfer. <laughs> Yeah, let's get back to music. You don't I want to find talk a, about surfing. I want to talk about my mom's real name too. Your mom's oh, real name, dear. Yeah. Your real name is Dear. No, my real name is Irene Judith. But she's gone but by Judy her whole life. Because the day my parents brought me home from the hospital, they started calling me Judy. So I've been Judy ever since. since. Ever since. Yeah, but I, I've always liked Irene. I don't know why. Well, I like that. it now. Yeah. I didn't know any better at the You probably time. wouldn't be calling Irene. You'd probably call her Rini. Rini. Rini, right? that'd be and cute, I had, yeah. I had a good friend in high school, Rini. Well, it's, at least it's not Chicago. What do you Chicky? mean? Well, Kim Kardashian just named her daughter. Oh, really? Chicago. Look but at you, all, she's all gonna, up to date. Oh, my gosh, she, you but are. She, they're not going to call her Chicago. They're going to call her Shy. 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 Like, like the new movie. Shy. That's not bad. Isn't there a kid... West, Northwest, 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 and Chicago West. I want to know what kind of music do you listen to when you're not listening to our podcast? Hmm, we're real big Simon and Garfunkel fans. Peter Paul and Mary. Um, I grew up listening to that a lot. Yeah, a lot. It was always in our house. And then Ron would always come home from school and play the piano, and I could always tell what kind of day he had by the way he was playing. And that was fascinating. Melancholy, if you were sad. No, that was really so interesting to, Mm. and he probably didn't realize it at the time. That well, I think that the the good thing was that you recognized the connection. Well, since I didn't know the music, I had to recognize something. (laughs) It was a connection that I recognized. Ronnie's depressed today. Yeah, Yeah. we'll make him a little hot chocolate. Little minor chords. Yeah, yeah, my music love of music changed over the years so mm. you know when we were younger we were listening to Elvis Presley and well, now so when I get in your car it's, it's, it's show tunes I'm right that's Broadway. true I, I didn't mention that that's right a lot of Broadway but I think that's another reason the podcast is so good because I'm listening to things that right. I normally wouldn't have like when Ron said BCC I didn't know what the BCC was how wonderful they were kids just the way they they were so mature so articulate. It was fun listening. Yeah, they were more mature than Ron. Very much. And, she, and Judy, you know, is a teacher. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. We did. So. I did my research on you. I checked your Wikipedia. You did. Did you find me under Irene or under Judith? Irene Judith Hirschberg? Okay. Yeah, born in 1944. Right. All right. Uh, you got it. Yep. August 29th. I think. Yep. I got that. Well, you have a wiki. Do I have a what? A wiki. You know no. what a wiki is? Yes, Wikipedia. Yeah. No, I don't think anybody knows me. Uh, Well, they do now. When I do my walk every day, I put my Pandora on and I listen to, I do listen to show tunes. I listen to Harry Connick Jr. I listen to Mike Buble. I listen to Michael Feinstein. I listen to Perry Como. Do you, oh, do you oh, remember Perry Como? Yeah, of course. I mean, I listen, <laughs> you know, some of, of that stuff, um, you know what, it's very nostalgic. It's sort of like, you know how you say mashed potatoes make you feel warm and fuzzy? Yeah, yeah. Well, comfort food. Like yeah. Home. Well, Perry Como is like a comfort food to me. Yeah. Well, I we've hear talked about s- this on the podcast before. You know, there's really something to that. 13 to 26 or 28 are those years where Elvis Presley and Perry Como and Simon and Garfunkel and some of the classics and Peter, Paul, and Mary were really embedded in certain areas of memory processing points oh, yeah. in our brain. 
also, you know what it is? You're yeah. connecting it to what you were going through then. Exactly. Right. Like there exactly. were certain songs like Splish Splash. Yeah. Do you remember that one? <laughs> and um, yeah. and all these different songs that I know what I was doing when I was listening to them. I was oh, at a course. dance. I was yeah. worrying about a guy the that I liked. The sea dance? Right. Oh, you were a date. You know, I was who you were dating a date who, didn't, right. you know, who broke up with me. I mean, I, mm. you know, these were all songs that we listened to. Summer Place. Yeah. You know, and these are people that are associated with people that you don't even know, like Troy Donahue. You'll have to look those up. And look, look those up. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Troy Donahue was he a musician he, or an actor? He was an actor. Oh, I thought it was an Very old handsome. Very yeah. handsome. Very handsome. Yeah, and other girls yeah, were in love with him. We were, we're all, all in love with oh, him. He was like the Sean Cassidy of my generation. Probably. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you got it. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I had a picture of Sean Cassidy yeah. in my room. Actually. So did my sister. She, yeah. Kristen had a Sean Cassidy poster. But, but I think yeah. music is something that people connect to in relationship to where you are emotionally, where you are in a location. Yeah. In every way. So I think that's why music is so important. I don't know how people live without music. Well, really. the same thing. I remember talked about this ages ago. When I hear classical music, it reminds me of driving with dad to the library. And he used to smoke a pipe at, at the time. So it's like mm. between the pipe smell oh, yeah, and driving to the library and hearing oh. classical music on the radio, it's a very it tangible back. memory for yeah. me. Yeah, it definitely comes back. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I can hear that scratch of the record and the vinyl, and I can see the stereo with what the stereo looked like in the shag rug <laughs> in the living room in 1975. Yeah, we shag rug. Oh, shag rug. Oh, ours was orange. Yeah. Orange <laughs> with an with a avocado green oh, couch. Of course. Yeah, and you can sort of almost it. feel it or see it, and there's that picture. And it's funny because we were talking last night about our kids' generation, so your grandkids, about screen time and what is going on with these black boxes for all Which these kids growing have. up. You know, they're going to make those memories of the, the analogy of the shag rug and the vinyl and the mashed potatoes. Right, but I still think that ours was a better time. I oh, I think it was much what? more to fun. I mean, what? we had American right. Bandstand. Yeah. You guys didn't have American yeah. Bandstand. And we were dancing. Yeah, we did. We did. Not well, like we did. It was different, no. but we, we had something like it. We used to run home from high school, and we couldn't get to that TV fast enough to watch our favorite American Bandstand people dance was, to Fats Domino. I did, and yeah, I don't think I watched as much of that then. I remember going to the dances. I had to go to a dance. Every Friday night we went, we yeah, went we to, a, to a Y dance, I mean, and all the music was there. Our whole high school was into the American Bandstand. And don't right. forget, we had three channels to watch. Right. Some <laughs> of us, I mean. You had no choice. Yeah. yeah, some the, of us didn't have a TV to. Yeah. We were a little bit old. Did your parents, did your parents uh, let you watch TV very much? Because I know uh, your, your parents are a little strict. My parents were very strict. My memory is running home to somebody else's house, not my house. How you old know? were you then? From junior high to high. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'd say, or let's say eighth or ninth grade up to high school. That's yeah. what I did, but Attributes. I did it when I was younger to go watch Howdy Doody. <laughs> We had a yeah. similar thing where our neighbors had cable. We had houses that didn't have cable and had houses that had cable. When I was 13, the, when I hear 13, I learned, listened to Blue Suede Shoes mm. by Kyle Perkins. Do you have a record player in your house now? I've, I've been thinking we should get one. I, I know. I After one. listening to the vinyl episode. Yes. Oh, Burlington. Yeah, Burlington. Chuck's really into vinyl now. Yeah. Apparently yeah. Hannah has, a, has yeah. a record player, right? I yeah. want one. It's great. Well, your I birthday is coming up, August 29th. Anyways, we get, we're getting off topic again. I don't know what topic we've been on. I don't know. We've kind of On, been... off? Well, I think we talked about how important music is, which I think is, a, and and what the connections are with music. Yes. I'm doing a summary for was you. There, was good. there always a connection with Chuck when he was a little kid with music? We no, know he about, was, we know I he think was an he was actor. around fourth grade when he started taking Third grade, I started third taking Third grade, taking lessons, guitar lessons. Yeah, it's pretty early for a guitar. A lot of people don't do that when they're in third Yeah, grade. he had a really good guitar teacher. Scott Hoffman. 
Scott Yeah, he was Hoffman. great. He's a folk guitar teacher. Yeah. And then he just sort of, music just became his life. Became, I think, what he threw himself into. Well, you always say that Chuck was an actor, because that's actually true, right? I want to confirm that first and foremost in this room right here. Chuck was actually an actor. Yes. He says it on a lot of episodes. He did a production company in New York City. Yes. What were some of the shows you remember going to? I can remember the, the names. Yes, I do. Yeah. I can't think of the, the Batman, some man, something. The man. Extra Man. Extra Man, thank you. The Extra Man. He I produced can't think, that, right? Written by Richard Greenberg. Yeah, the extra man. And then there were some others we I went to see at his school, American Academy. Right, right. He, oh, uh, but he, I'd love to see This was these. a shock. He didn't know what he was going to do when he graduated from you college. You just wanted me to be a soap opera. I did. I oh. wanted him to be a soap opera because I thought that oh. that was something you could really make a living in as oh, an right. actor. Yeah, you could make a great yeah. living. Yeah. It keeps going. Yeah. It keeps going. It's unless they kill you attainable. off. Unless they kill you off. Should I tell the story how you decided to do American Academy? Sure, if you want to. Yeah, yeah he, I was always he, curious he how he got into acting. He, he graduated and he... From college. Yes, I took him out to eat at the 99, actually across the street. Right here. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Hey, that's why he loves that place. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get the Mediterranean plate and a big Hopponius Union no. IPA? It was just no. he and I. And he said, he took a little piece of paper out of his pocket and he showed it to me. It was an ad for the American Academy. For auditions. And, I, and he said, right. do you think Dad would be mad if I did this? Mm. And I went, are you kidding me? I thought of Dead Poet Society. <laughs> and I said, no, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> and I was very excited. I thought, that's great. So he went to American Academy for the summer. He loved it, and it got accepted after the summer program. And then he was graduated, and then he got accepted huh. for the third year. And then that's he started great. his own theater company, yeah, yeah. Vagabond Theater Company. And he did a lot of plays. It was really very exciting. But then you have to make a living. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The little thing about making a but living. But you got that bug as uh, someone creating uh, yeah, but stuff he always out of had nothing. The, but he always had the music behind him that he We liked. always have music to fall back on. Yeah. So um, <laughs> right. he, That's he, where you make the big bucks. He enjoyed that. So we always, he had a band in New Jersey. Right. And he did a couple of CDs. Right. And so anyway. Yeah, I didn't ever know it was real. He talks about this acting thing. Yeah, it was real. <laughs> it was real. I was, was even good. naked on stage once, he remember? It was. I thought oh, yeah. I'd die. Yeah, oh, so that, <laughs> that we can hold off on the VHS. Yeah. No, there's no tape on that. <laughs> okay. There's good. no tape on that. Yeah. Um, Fortunately. Yeah. But now what did you think when your son decided to become a doctor? Oh, that's a good question. I Because it, ca- it, it, it wasn't in college that he decided oh, to do no, that. Oh, no, no. He wanted music. All he wanted from the time he was, I think, 9, 10, maybe before that, that music was his passion. That's all he wanted. And it was interesting to follow him through that. And I wasn't really surprised when he said he wanted to become a doctor because he was living in Boston and then in Burlington and needed to make some money. So he was working as a tech in dermatology. Beth Israel. In dermatology. Right. Yeah. I didn't know this. It just became obvious that that's where he was going to go. And then we've known so many physicians that have music as their... Mm -hmm night job <laughs> and the day job is the physician and I just knew it was going to come together I think he's the luckiest person I know because and I mean this sincerely he's got two passions and not everybody else gets to do what they want to do for their day job and still have this other overriding passion that you can pull everything together and not only that but he I'm is very mixing, jealous of him <laughs> he is mixing the two that's what I mean. Right. It's and not now, just two separate lives. That's what we were talking about music and it coming back. I was thinking, because I have no musical ability, and I really was always the audience. I remember when I was in the first year of med school, 
or second year where I thought I was going to literally collapse. Med school is hard, very hard. Yeah. yeah, it was hard, I guess, but it was also like the indecision. Okay, I'm doing this, but why am I doing this? I'm doing this, but why am I doing this? And it, it's hard enough for me sometimes to make a decision on a menu, like, <laughs> let alone like... He's like, not even kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's hard going out to eat something with Chuck. I mean, like with eating, me. It's like, what kind of water do you want? <sighs> what kind of... <laughs> So, what kind of water do you have? But I feel like an old couple with you because I'll start to open my mouth and and I'll start to say what I want to eat and then you'll be like, just get it over with already. Yes, it's annoying. See, we we covered that base when you came in here because we gave you dish already done. There was no choice in the matter. Eat this, and even though it's cold. And another, I have to say, another plug for Woods Hill Table because I have to say I've never had chicken and waffles like that. Was there bacon on that plate? Because the bacon here is awesome. There was bacon embedded in the chicken. Oh, somewhere. really? Mm. Yeah. It was delicious. We will come back. For have dinner. you eaten here for dinner or anything like that? They no, haven't. we haven't. You got to come back. We, no, we got to do that. Yeah. If you had a choice, do you have like people you'd like us to interview? Oh yeah, Harry Connick. Yeah, that'd be cool. Michael Bublé. Yeah. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Let's work on that. Yeah. I've heard she's kind yeah. of. Uh, yeah. Tough. Tough. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tough. But it's fun for you now to go on and I think follow some of these people. At least I would think so. so. Call some people back, especially some of the younger musicians or the kids from BCC or the right. drummer for Hamilton. That, yeah, well, okay. yeah. I mean, I think we always call them actually ATB alumni because in some way we consider them as part of this growing family of like now 75 and more mm-hmm. and more and more. And after you get it to a couple hundred episodes, they're all connected. Whether you are Don Henley or you're The Loop, those 12-year-olds and everybody in between, they all have that one commonality that they've been guests on our show, including you guys. Right. I think you should have sweatshirts <laughs> made or t-shirts. and so We have t-shirts. Yeah, you should oh. have one that said we interviewed our moms. Right. We should. I'm trying to think about anybody else that I would like interviewed as far as a singer is concerned, but I think I mentioned my favorite. Mm. Some and of I the ones that my favorites are, are dead. Well, we so. could try. How about Simon and Garfunkel? I don't think they'd come together. No, maybe yeah. not both of them, but we did reach out to Art Garfunkel, and he agreed to come on, but he wouldn't. He couldn't meet us. So we have he, to go to New York. Well, he said that, well, well we, we might be able to do it over the phone, but we, would, we don't do interviews over the phone. We yeah. only do it face-to-face, and we haven't been able to reconnect then, but he did say yes. That would be great. So thank you, Mom, well, for It would be nice if you had somebody <laughs> like um, Taylor Swift. That would be nice, too. Yeah, the younger some, younger, some generation. The younger yeah. generation, who I can't think of one name. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sharon. Yeah. Abby, what do you think? Anybody else that we should ask? You think about it. Hannah, how about you? One person. Ed Sharon's Ed Sharon, yeah. How about Khalid? Demi Lovato. <laughs> I, f- I Facebook pilots. messaged Demi Lovato. But. See, I'm, I'm hip. I'm happening. Who's the other one? The one that goes with Justin Bieber. What's her name? Oh. Selena Gomez. She's got a beautiful voice. Who's the one who who's married to? Oh, he just came out with a... Can't think of his name. This is terrible because we're going to leave here. We're going to remember all these hey. names. Beyonce. Beyonce. No, no. Dr. Dre. No, he's he's not. He's um, Cher. Cher. <laughs> Cher. No, it's a guy. What's wrong with Cher? He just came out with a new a new album, and he's married to Jessica Biel. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Justin's yeah. married to, to Jessica. Yeah, and him. I, I would like him interviewed. He's I'd like good. to interview him. He's hilarious. We'll work on that. He's got the best Saturday Night Live skits of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a funny guy. He actually yeah. is an actor, too, like Chuck. <laughs> yes, he is. Did you know I was an actor? I do know. I don't even know if you knew that. All right, well, we can always try to get all, all these people on. We've got a lot of different types of people coming on, and, and certainly, as you said, you reach out to the BCC, and so it's not all about the, the, the big 
No, I think it would be nice to go to Boston College and ask, or any other college that have an acapella group. Oh, that's actually, We haven't done any acapella groups. And they are very good, the acapella groups. They're awesome. And they go around and they are just fantastic. Yeah. And and the music director at BC has been there forever. And he's always there when when all these famous uh, musicians come in, like John Williams. John Williams would be a great one. Oh, yeah. He would be awesome. John Williams. John Williams. I'm sure Keith has him on on his phone. Yeah. Yeah, um, text John. Yeah, so Berkeley I mean, School of Music must have some tremendous people. We have awesome. a few uh, in the pipeline that are coming out that we hope to get on soon. That have we agreed. have the. Well, I don't know if we're allowed to say that, but uh, didn't he say yes? No. Can we have our moms both ask right now if he can please be on and we'll send it to him? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> say that's my a great idea. my son has a podcast. Yeah. Can you please come on it? I, that would be a great well, way to get guests. Have our moms ask? Have our moms do little snippets? We'd be like. Our sons have a podcast on music. Will you please be a guest on their show? And where do we say this? Right now. We can do, we can well, do, yeah, and we then can do how copies. Do you, so. And how do you get them to listen right, to this? That's, that's the whole point. They'd have to be listening to the podcast in order to hear it. Right. Yeah. It's the chicken before the cart. I don't know. Yeah. No. That's no. not a bad idea. Did we talk about everything we should be talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't know. You guys have any questions for us? Why are you doing this? <laughs> the 50th episode, we said um, how you said to me, so why are you doing this? It was a legitimate question. Yeah. The, why we're doing this is because Ronnie started the Deer Mountain Songwriting Songwriter, s- songwriter Series. We were meeting and playing with a lot of local musicians who were really great, and I thought that it was, would be great to get really their story, how they got to where they are. We just thought it'd be cool to have musicians talk to musicians and uh, and get their story. So there you so go. So the secret yeah. of making this keep going is to get some money. Yeah. yeah, sponsors. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, nice that's 2018. Yep. I'm glad that you that. brought that up, Gloria. Yes, we need because some that's why you guys are here today. So we need. We are looking for sponsors <laughs> for you. No, but that's true. That's the next step. We have to build a good, as Chuck always says, good content, and a lot of it, but very good. And then we have to go to corporations and sponsorships and private donors and whatever. We we got to figure it out. Plus, well, if I don't start making any money soon, I'm gonna have to get a, a real job, and no, nobody <laughs> wants that. But we're optimistic. I think it's gonna be a good year for us. So. Oh, I think so yeah. too. I'm sure you feel the same way, Gloria. I'm so proud of Ron and what he does. I mean, I'm sure that this will be a good year for you coming out because you get a lot of great ideas. Well, thank you. I think, we're, I think we're done, though. So thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. I have a question. How much, yeah. how much do we get for this? You, you get a glass of water. <laughs> Pure <laughs> love. You get adoring fans now. Oh, You're okay, going to have good. a ton yeah. of adoring fans. Thank well, you. This was fun. Thank you so wasn't, much. See, it wasn't as painful as you thought it was going to be. It was really good. Thank fun. you. It's yeah, easy. Thank you. A very special thanks to both our moms for their insight, wisdom, and continued support. They don't have a website, but we do. We'll let the moms tell you all about it. Go to AboveTheBasement.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, listen and subscribe to our podcast. Like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, and look at all the nice pictures we post on Instagram. We are everywhere. On behalf of Chuck and Ronnie, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. And remember, Boston music, like its history, is unique. Perfect. All right, let's, well, let's do it one more time with a little more energy. Oh. What a jerk. What made you do it? It's very, very comfortable. You know, you know, and.
Two.